Hey, this is Brian Barletta, and this is Sounds Profitable for Tuesday, September 13th, 2022. Programmatic advertising for buyers. This episode is sponsored by Claritas. Claritas transforms multi-touch measurement with the release of its Attribution 3.0 solution. Find out more at claritas.com. That's C-L-A-R-I-T-A-S.com. September 22nd is officially the last day of summer, making our third and final article in our programmatic summer series absolutely not late to the party. Over the past few months, we've covered a lot about programmatic advertising and podcasting. We touched on why you should consider podcast programmatic advertising and then dove right into how publishers can set up their podcasts for programmatic. Now that we've given publishers a reason to explore programmatic and the tools to set it up themselves, it's time to dedicate our focus to the buyers, the ones making all of this possible by bringing their ad budgets into podcasting. We've made massive strides in growing the podcast industry so far by asking buyers to, well, buy into how we do things. I think it's now time that we buy into how buyers do things to entice more of them to make podcasting a major staple of their ad spend and blow those industry growth projections out of the water. What is programmatic buying? We use the word programmatic wrong quite a bit in the podcasting space, so let's simplify it as best we can. Programmatic requires the use of supply-side platforms, SSPs, and demand-side platforms, DSPs, to enable the purchase of ad inventory. While dynamic ad insertion is a requirement for a podcast to be accessible programmatically, the terms are not interchangeable, just as host-read advertising and baked-in advertising are not the same thing. Buyers utilize a DSP to configure their campaign fully. There are many major DSPs out there, like the Trade Desk and Basis, that work across multiple advertising channels, including audio and specifically podcasting. There are audio and podcast-focused DSPs like AdsWiz and AudioHook that are specifically built to cater to an audio-first audience. When I say configure their campaign fully, I really mean it. The buyer now has the ability to set all of their targeting, upload the creative assets they want, select all the third-party tracking partners they wish to work with, and quite a bit more. And while providing that service to buyers when they buy outside of programmatic is seen as a service, it actually prevents a buyer from having a full view of their entire campaign. Many buyers in other advertising channels utilize an ad server or DSP even when not buying programmatically, providing publishers with a JavaScript or VAST tag instead of a creative asset to make sure they still maintain that control. Benefits of programmatic buying. Programmatic ad servers are built with decades of experience learned from other advertising channels applied to podcasting. This allows buyers to take advantage of features that are still not incredibly common in podcasting, but are borderline table stakes for large buyers. So let's explore some of them now. Frequency capping. Imagine setting up one campaign, targeting multiple publishers and inventory sources, and being able to define that in a 30-day period and a unique user, as defined by IP address and user agent, can only hear your ad for a set number of impressions each month. You could even set daily or weekly caps to prevent accidentally front-loading all the ads in one day if the listener is on a binge. And even more impressions if that persists throughout your entire campaign, not just isolated per publisher that chooses to implement it. Nuanced targeting. Most targeting in podcasting today is provided by the publisher's ad server, meaning that they're locked into using specific vendors and beholden to both the price of that vendor and the markup that the hosting platform charges. But in programmatic, as the DSP is the tool of the buyer, the DSP is motivated to integrate more data partners and to enable buyers to bring their own first-party data. 
This ranges from geographic to behavioral, demographic, and basically anything that can eventually be tied to an IP address. And best of all, if that targeting doesn't match, the buyer can just skip that impression. Creative execution. Want the listener to experience a different ad rate for each subsequent impression, regardless of the podcast they're listening to? Or maybe you want to dynamically build a creative execution based on the show category, geography of the listener, and the weather at the time of download? Or maybe you need to run an A-B test for the campaign without the same listener hearing both ads. Partners like Adthos and Frequency enable all these solutions through serving a vast ad through dynamic ad insertion and programmatic. And some of these features are also directly served from the DSPs. And don't forget, someone needs to do the ad read, whether that's each host in a 100 podcast ad buy, 10 producers reading 10 shows each, or two announcers spread across 50 shows each. Programmatic can enable all these executions across your entire campaign. Selective execution. Programmatic buying is an offer to bid on available inventory most of the time. Targeting doesn't match what you were looking for? Skip it. Show category not what you're optimizing for? Skip it. Buyers aren't committed to all the inventory sent their way, only the inventory they want to purchase. Though, only purchasing what you deem the highest quality inventory is a great way to drain your ad budget while negatively narrowing your targeting pool. The types of programmatic deals. While it still feels like programmatic advertising is very new in podcasting, there is a large amount of podcast inventory available programmatically today. So let's break it down by the entity that represents the inventory. Publisher Direct. Buying directly requires both a buyer and a publisher to connect, agree to terms, and for the publisher to give the buyer access to that inventory. Publishers hosted on Omni Studio and Simplecast can directly connect their inventory to Triton Digital and AdSwiz, respectively, through the connections built between their hosting platform and the SSP. Publishers hosted on Art19 and Megaphone can use a vast tag provided by either SSP to make their inventory available as well. By directly connecting with a publisher, a buyer can receive access to open inventory available to any buyer, private marketplaces, curated inventory to appeal to specific buyers, or programmatic direct, set price inventory that can be either allocated specifically for a buyer to purchase all of it or still enabling buyer decisioning. Always on. Both SSPs and DSPs having the inventory run through their platform are able to create bundles of inventory that are readily available for both sides. Publishers can opt in if the category and price work for them. Buyers can purchase the inventory at pre-negotiated prices without initiating any conversation. For example, Triton Digital provides this type of curated deals on the SSP side, while Basis does similar on the DSP side. Inventory Rep. Publishers create a programmatic deal with inventory rep partners like AdsWiz's Podwave, Audiology by Cats, or TargetSpot, enabling them to represent their inventory, exclusive or not, to buyers they work with. By having access to a wide variety of inventory, they can create bespoke deals for buyers specific to their interests, easily acquire additional inventory to expand the buy, and be flexible on where their inventory comes from. Hosted rep. On a programmatic level, this is no different for a buyer other than what limits the inventory source. The publisher must be hosted on their platform. Partners like Acast, Audioboom, Blueberry, Libsyn, and Spreaker by iHeart all sell their opted-in publisher inventory programmatically, either through their own SSP or by utilizing AdsWiz or Triton Digital. The seller does have additional insights into the publisher's analytics, including the direct sales and download numbers, that enable different optimization opportunities. Masquerading is programmatic. There are several platforms out there that use the word programmatic or marketplace, but can't be transacted on from a buyer's DSP. Regardless of the cool, unique features that they offer or unique inventory available, calling it programmatic only confuses these people further. 
Spotify Ad Network is the primary offender in this category. While they are clearly exploring programmatic, the current offering is fully managed internal solution and not accessible through one of the models defined above. Wrapping it up. There will always be a place for all types of podcast advertising. In fact, the publishers who consistently drive success for their advertisers will be the ones to drive new formats forward and really push what the medium is capable of. Podcast advertising only exists because of that truth, and the buyers aren't abandoning us anytime soon. But podcasting also needs more structure. We need to play ball a bit with digital advertising overall, especially as we're such a major part of not only the audio ecosystem, but overall media consumption. We need to show greater advertising that we're not just a test budget and that the media we run for them can be ingested and compared to their other campaigns in their overall plan. Programmatic is the pathway to do that. Rocky Thomas of Soundstack made a staggering point last week in the Sounds Profitable Partners Slack channel. The CTV programmatic guidelines are incredibly well put together for an area of advertising that is less than half as old as podcast advertising. We don't need to reinvent the wheel on everything. Sometimes it's great just to be the best wheel. Thanks again for listening to my article, Programmatic Advertising for Buyers. This episode is built using Spooler and hosted on Omni Digital by Triton.